Hey, how are you? I just wanted to say a really quick thank you. Each week I get to sit down and create a new podcast for you. It is an absolute honor and a privilege to be able to serve you through these episodes. And I absolutely love it. I sit down and I create these podcast episodes for you. And often I get to interview incredible women and bring you their stories, their journeys, their insights. And it is just an absolute privilege. But it wouldn't happen without you, without seeing all the downloads come through, without the messages, the reviews, the comments on social media. It just wouldn't be worth it. So I just want to say a huge thank you to you for showing up every week, listening to the episodes and sharing with me your insights. So thank you. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. The Next Level Life podcast is all about mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and conscious entrepreneurship. My name is Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, business and life strategy coach. Each week, I will bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears, tap into your purpose, and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I'm diving into why you're not reaching your goals. It's a really interesting topic and the reason why I wanted to dive into it because I'm going to take it from a different perspective, but I want to be real with you and I want to be supportive in you being able to reach your goals, achieve what you want for your dreams and really drive your success forward. But to do that, we need to have radical responsibility and we need to be able to have self-awareness. And I want to suggest different ways to look at it so then we can move forward. So if you're feeling really disheartened at the moment, if you're feeling stuck and lost and you're just not really sure what your next step is or where to take whatever your goals are, and it's it might even be that you're stuck hustling, just hustle, hustle, hustle in the go, 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 and then not actually realizing that it's not achieving the results that you want. And then you take a moment to reflect and go, like, what am I doing? And it's fascinating because I really want to take it from the perspective of understanding of what needs to change physically, mentally, and emotionally for us to be able to achieve our goals, what we need to experience at the same time as what we need to focus on because a lot of the time it's because we're out of alignment with those three so our head our heart and our gut are completely out of alignment and it's something that when we recognize which one we're out of alignment with it can actually help to shift and move things quite incredibly fast once we once we shift and change it so let's dive in so what's happening for you Does it feel like you're doing all the things and you feel like you're just not getting anywhere? I want to really break down each section. So we're going to talk about the physical, the mental and the emotional side of things and figure out what might be holding you back. So let's dive into mentally. So a lot of the time when we have our goals or we have something that we want to achieve, we have a vision of what that might be. And sometimes we can get stuck in the constant thinking about that goal And yet it's so big that we haven't actually taken the time to break the goal down small enough and specific enough to create the clarity we need to be able to move forward. Before we take any form of action, we need to know where we're going. We need the GPS. We need, you know, we don't get in the car without going, what's my destination? Once you know the destination, you need to figure out the route. So finding your path may be working out exactly what the next steps are. And if you don't know what they are, then that's 100% the struggle or the challenge that we need to work on. Because if you're not clear on what your next steps are, 
it's because your goals are so big they haven't been broken down enough. So this could also be that there's no systems or processes in place to create the results that you're looking for. So depending on what your goal is and what you're trying to achieve, have you been able to break your goals down, right down to such specific actionable steps that they become a process that you follow on a day-to-day -day basis? Sometimes when I work with people who are really big picture thinkers, really creative, real visionaries, they really struggle to figure out the fine detail of what needs to happen day to day to really achieve their goals. So when we break down the tasks right down to actionable steps, right down to whether it's, you know, if, if it's a coaching business you're trying to achieve, it's literally looking at what are the key steps that you take to attract new clients. It could be new content. It could be valuable content that, you know, you, we're not actually putting out content that our clients are looking for. So it's getting really strategic to radically look at that and have complete honesty with yourself to notice where am I not showing up? The next part could also be that we're waiting for the motivation instead of insisting on creating a new habit. Motivation only comes after the fact. And a lot of the times we're going to be in our heads thinking about all the things that we should be doing instead of actually taking the steps to do them. And that can happen if the goal is so big. Again, if we haven't broken the goal down or we haven't actually set a deadline or a time frame that we want to achieve that goal. A lot of the time when we have such big visions or big goals, unless we map them out over the year, the six months, the three months, the 90 days, we really struggle to actually go, well, when is that going to happen? And sometimes they seem so big, so high level that we actually don't um, create the systems and processes to be able to create the results. I remember an old boss of mine told me about the, you know, his process in regards to 90 day plans. It's like you're the first month or almost like you need to be putting in a good 90 days of actionable steps that will reap the rewards after the fact. So if it usually takes 90 days to start attracting new potential clients, and that is through, whether that's through um, your online process, whether it's through your offline process, whether it's through face-to-face, uh, -face, whether it's, you know, all these different key steps that you put into place, it normally takes around 90 days for that turnaround for new clients to start coming your way. So if you think about, what are the seeds you've been planting over the last 90 days? And were there some key things that you did to actually achieve the results that you want? And a lot of the time, if you're really struggling to achieve those results, it's because we're filling our days with tasks that aren't necessarily 100% necessary or they're, you know, gap fillers or they're procrastination tools. And we really struggle to achieve those goals because we haven't actually set ourselves such specific tasks and set ourselves up to create that new habit and stop waiting for the motivation to, to do them and actually do them. Okay, the next part could also be that we haven't necessarily raised our standards or added something in daily. So we're going back to the systems and processes. If you haven't any, any of those key things in place to achieve your goal, then how do you actually expect to achieve them? And that expectation can actually come from raising your standards, expecting more from yourself and showing up on a daily basis, no matter what, and making a map of it. Like, like I was saying with the 90 days, like map it out and show up for those 90 days. Just set yourself that goal of I'm going to 
literally do these tasks for the next 90 days and then see what happens. And then we actually can measure and we can, you know, a bit of trial and error and actually work on um, being flexible and noticing, okay, so where are the results coming in? What's working? What's not working? What do I need to shift? What do I need to change? Alrighty. Okay. So let's dive into emotionally. When we get to the point where it's emotionally connected, sometimes if we're not reaching our goals, maybe they're just not inspiring enough. Maybe there's no real reason or what's really, really important to you to actually achieve them. And that can come right down to the desire. So it's something like we often have a goal that is maybe somebody else's goal or we have one that is maybe money driven yet you're not really inspired by money and we try to have these financial goals because it's what we're told we should have yet if you actually just focused on creating engagement and you focused on i mean like i don't mean like an instagram engagement i mean engagement with with other people and you focused on connecting and really getting to know and being interested in others then that will actually come. But when you're focused on the money, then it's not actually going to get you anywhere because you're focusing on the wrong thing. So working on how clear are your goals? Are they really, really specific? And are they inspiring? Are they wanting, like are they driving you to get out of bed in the morning and actually go after them? Are they connected to an emotion? How are you going to feel once you've achieved that result? And if that response like it, response to my question is, oh, well, I feel great or I feel really good. It's probably not inspiring enough. You have to want to drive yourself to get there. The other aspect or the flip side of it could actually be that things are just a bit easy at the moment. And it's kind of like we don't have anything that it's painful enough for us to want to actually make a change. Okay, so it's like figuring out what leverage we need to get on ourselves to actually want to make a change. So it's like, well, if I've got a safety net, if something's keeping me safe, whether it's, you know, I've got a little bit of money coming in, so I'm surviving, it's totally fine. Or if I have a full-time job and that's really safe and easy to do, and it's really scary to be able to step out and actually go for my dreams or whatever it might be, I want you to consider what is keeping you safe and could that possibly be what's holding you back? because you haven't got enough leverage on yourself to want to actually make the change. Or is it that things are just easy and you don't really necessarily want to make a change? And that's okay. Like, But having this realization helps you to actually go, okay, now I get it. I know why I'm not really achieving my goals because it's like not really 100% sure that I really want them or that the outcome is so unknown that it becomes a state of fear because of stepping forward into the unknown is can be very dangerous and the brain's like, holy hell, I don't want to do that. That seems unsafe. So being able to recognize, is it the fear that's holding you back or is it that it's actually just too easy, too comfortable right now? And it's about being able to create some leverage in yourself to get yourself moving. The other really key thing is there could be some real limiting beliefs holding you back. And that's where it's being conditioned beliefs from a very young age or throughout different experiences within your life that there are some key beliefs that you're playing into that literally keep you stuck. And that could be that you don't feel that you're ready or it's, you know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm going to be judged. Business is hard. Um, 
it's going to take so much time, like all those key sort of limiting beliefs that may be holding you back that you don't ever realize that you're self-sabotaging your behavior based on those beliefs. And I did a live on Instagram the other night about the fear and how fear plays out and keeps us playing small. And it's so, so sneaky. You don't realize how it is actually affecting us on a daily basis. So if you think, if you kind of have an inkling that this might be the key thing that's holding you back, I want you to take a moment and just prep yourself to become aware and be the observer of your thoughts and start to recognize where fear is holding you back. And the way that I would suggest you do that is start to be the observer of your emotions throughout the day, because a lot of the time, because those limiting beliefs are so deep, deep, deep down in your subconscious, they're not going to just all of a sudden go, oh, that's right. It's because of this. You know, like you don't realize that it's it's actually a thought that's playing out and thought that's running through your mind because it's so conditioned and it's a pattern that just plays out. You don't even realize it. But what you may realize or may notice is the emotions that happen or the shift in your behavior that may happen. So it's about being able to recognize it, note it, and then start doing a little bit of unpacking on it. So think about how your day plays out. And I want you just to be a go, okay, so today is, uh, I'm going to start observing what's going on for me and where fear might be keeping me playing small. And so throughout the day, when you have certain things happen and you notice an, a, a mood change or an emotion change or a behavior change that's not, that's not really congruent with where you want to go, that you know that you should be doing something or you end up playing small, you don't speak up, you don't say something, you don't jump on the live, you don't um, you know, go to that event, like whatever it might be, whenever you notice there's a fear coming out to play, I want you just to note, note it down. So get out your phone, jump into your notes or grab a pen and paper and just write it down. And it could look like something like this where, okay, so I went into a conversation the other day, I was chatting to some people and I noticed that I, my body language shifted, my energy dropped and I kind of just sat back and didn't say anything. I didn't engage in the conversation and it was a conversation that I would normally be quite interested in. Yet there was just something that made me feel, ugh. and I was like, oh, I just really didn't feel confident to actually speak up and say something. So I noted down the behavior. I noted down the feeling of what I was feeling at the time. And I noted what behavior followed that. So it was a situation. So I literally went, okay, this was a situation. I was in a conversation with a group of people and then I noticed my energy drop and my body language changed. So I actually slumped down in my seat and I kind of made myself small and I didn't speak up. I didn't say anything and I kind of disengaged from the conversation. So that were the notes that I made in my phone. Okay. Later on in the day when I had time to actually reflect on it, I sat down and I reflected. And when I went back to that feeling and I thought back to that moment and went, okay, what thought did I have that made me behave that way? What thought did I have that made me go, I don't have anything to contribute and I don't want to speak up. And I recognized that it was a belief, a deep seated belief that I wasn't smart enough. And sometimes they're so irrational, like, I could have contributed to that conversation, no problem. I could have actually spoken up and changed subject and talked about something else that I was confident in speaking about, but there was a thought that showed up for me as fear and it kept me playing small instead of actually speaking up and standing up and being my normal, true, full potential of myself, right? So 
it's a process, but I 100% believe in it and it's so powerful that you know you can you can work on it on a day-to-day basis and figure out what your limiting beliefs are. Now, then you may ask, okay, well, how do I get rid of my limiting beliefs? Now, limiting beliefs come from so many different things. It could be conditioning from our parents. It could be certain situations or experiences we've had in our lives, but it's based on evidence that we've built up in our minds to prove that belief right or true. So what we need to do is we need to start building a belief pattern in the opposite and create a a bank of evidence to prove that belief wrong okay so that's going to be a bit of a process now you can actually work with a coach and we can work on shifting and changing that pattern in your in your brain and there's some processes that we can do to actually release those limiting beliefs and then you can have a different experience of it afterwards and you can start to then rebuild the new belief patterns so that's really key and that's what I do with a lot of my clients with my business coaching program because it's something that's so so key we need to uncover what those limiting beliefs are and shift and move them so then we can actually move forward so some really really key things there so when we're not connected to our heart and that's what I mean by emotionally we're focusing on emotionally it's where we're disconnected from our heart of what's really important, what we truly desire. And that can often hold us back from achieving our goals. So just to recap, we've covered off mentally. So working out the systems and processes that we do on a daily basis, or those tasks that need to happen to actually achieve the results. We look at the goals on how big our vision is and whether we've broken them down small enough and get really, really clear on what needs to happen next. We work on, instead of actually focusing on just the planning, we work on what are the key things that we need to do to actually create the new habit. And we work out whether we've raised our standards enough and added something in daily and set a deadline or a time frame around when we want to achieve these results. Then we dived into emotionally. So it's being connected to our heart, really noticing whether we're not really inspired enough to actually achieve our goals. Because when you are, when you really want something and you dive into it and you go for it day in, day out, then it's it's easier, right? So maybe it's about learning to connect your goals to an emotion or connect it to something that is really important to you and it's what you really truly desire. Or maybe it's the opposite of getting a little bit more, um, a bit more leverage on yourself to make the change and figure out what's going to happen if we don't work on this now. Because a lot of the time we need to, we need to really get a bit more pain happening for us to want to make a change. And that can often be looking to the future and go, okay, if I don't make this change now, what's going to happen in one year, in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years, if I don't do this now? And that's when we start to actually start recognizing, okay, if I don't make some changes now, then, oh my God, I'm going to turn 50 or 60 or 80 and be so regretful of what I haven't done and be still overweight or still stuck in a job I hate or still not being able to speak my truth, whatever it might be. Okay. So mentally, emotionally, let's dive into physically. Sometimes we need to reflect on when we actually haven't taken any action. So if we're not physically taking the action and sometimes it's noticing, okay, so if we look, use the 90 day tasks, look back on the last 90 days and what are some key things that you've done to move the needle forward and actually achieve your goals. And when we're so honest with ourselves and we really truly look back at that, if it's, 
if it's the physical aspect that we're talking about now and there's no action that's been taken or very, very little, then it's very normal for us to look back and regret or feel guilty. I don't want you to do that because you don't, you have a choice. You don't have to feel guilty about it. This is about reflection so we can change and shift to be able to create the results that you do want. So being able to look back on the last 90 days, what are some key things that you've done to actually achieve the results that you want? And if you if the realization is, well, I didn't actually do much or I did these little things, they didn't work, but um, I still did them. Cool. Congratulate yourself and thank yourself for the action that you did take and then start looking at what are some key things that you can do to shift and change it. And let's refocus on the next 90 days. So we're right at the end of the first quarter of the year. So we're going to dive into the second quarter of the year for April and April, May, June. And this is really important to start looking at what's my next 90 day plan. And it's about taking massive action. What can you do that you know is going to move the needle so much further along that will change everything? We've got to focus on creating those big results. And again, it's taking it down. It's setting it up to do it day by day by day. The other key thing might be that you might look back on those 90 days and go, well, actually, I can't believe that we've already had the first three months of the year and I can't believe I'm just right here and it's not where I want to be. And that's being able to go, okay, so so there's something along the way that didn't work. And that might be that I took a little bit of action and didn't get the result that I wanted. So I was kind of a bit disheartened and I didn't take the next step or it kind of was like, well, I did do all those things and they didn't bloody work. Well, okay, cool. But what you do, it's not, it's not a failure. It's not something that are able to have the awareness to look back on it and go, okay, cool. These things didn't work. These did work. This is something that I probably should have done or I could have done. So being able to notice it and start looking at what you can adjust and start doing something different to get a different result. And that might be setting yourself up to check in with your goals every month, or maybe it's every week that you do a session with yourself and you sit down and go, okay, where am I at? What are the key steps? that I've done, what has worked, what hasn't worked, what do I need to shift and change, or what do I need to keep trying to get a result? They're key things, right? So when we get into the action phase, it's going right into the key part of our identity. And this is where we start to notice, is there a part of our identity that doesn't actually resonate with what we're doing, what we're trying to achieve? So we can take all the action or we cannot take all the action and it still has an effect on who we believe that we are. So if you notice that, well, I'm not necessarily a successful person or I've never achieved anything like this in the past, then noticing when we're focused on the past is not keeping us moving forward towards the future. So we need to start looking at how can we start to shift and change our identity and start adding in ways to really achieve the success that we want. And that could be going, okay, so who do I want to become? Who do I need to be to be able to have these results? What type of person has these results and what are the key things that they're doing, they're saying, they're feeling, they're thinking to actually achieve that result? What are they believing about themselves to actually have this result in their lives? Important, hey, right? And I just wanted to pause there because it's like when you start noticing people who have the results that you want in your life, how are they showing up? How are they talking about what's happening for them? How are they thinking about it. What are they saying to themselves about those results and what they're doing and and thinking about who they have become, right? So when you actually show up in that energy and you're actually the person that you want to be, the results will always come from there. 
So work on getting some leverage on yourself and start noticing what part is out of alignment. Is it your head that we don't have the key strategy to move forward? Is it that the goals aren't clear enough? We haven't worked out those key steps that need to happen on a daily basis. Or is it the heart? Is it that it's not important enough? Is it that we haven't connected it emotionally? Is it that it's not painful enough for us to be able to make a change? Or is it the physical aspect, our gut, being able to take that action, be able to show up on a daily basis and take massive action and believe of who we are and who we can become? I hope this has given you a real insight into what's lacking in your life and what could be out of alignment in regards to achieving your goals. And I really want you to dive into these all three. So I want you to sit down and take some notes and go, okay, so mentally, what's my strategy? What are my goals? Are they clear enough? And use the SMART aspect. So the SMART acronym is is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So you can Google that, right? Just literally Google SMART goals and you'll see what I mean. So really be able to break them down so, so specific, work out what systems and processes you need to have in place to be able to create the results that you're looking for. Then I want you to write down emotionally or your heart. What is so important to you and why is it important for you to achieve it? Really break down that why and connect your goals to those emotions and connect your goals to your why and then think about that long term. So if you did make the change right now, what result could you actually achieve? Who could you become and what impact would that make on your life? And then write down the physical aspects, so your gut. So really figure out what action can I take that I haven't taken just yet? How can I up-level it so it's so, so massive that these action steps are going to help move the needle forward so quickly for me? And what is some action? What, what part of my identity do I need to shift and change? Who do I need to become? What do I need to be focused on to be able to become that person that will have the results in my life that I want? I hope this has really supported you in being able to reach your goals. Honestly, I really, really want you to achieve what you want for your life. And if you need support with this, please reach out. I'm more than happy to help you out. I've also got a free 25-page guide that I've put the link into the show notes for you, or you can jump across to my website at periscopecoaching.com.au. And it's a booklet that is designed to go through seven key strategies that I've used to to boost and grow my business that I wanted to share with you. So you're more than welcome to download that. It's free and it goes into really being able to map out exactly what you want for your life and your business moving forward. So please share with me on Instagram or Facebook if this has really resonated with you. It's all a choice, honestly, like really map it out. Have absolute personal radical responsibility for yourself and your actions and then work on moving towards what you want. It's all inevitable. It's achievable. And I want that for you. And I hope this has really supported you in creating that. So I hope you have an amazing week and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next.